Let's it fly. Welcome to the Seeing Red Podcast. That's right, that's right. It is another edition here of the Seeing Red Podcast. As always, I am your host, Troy Moriello, bringing you up to date and up to speed on all things St. John's basketball. And of course, tonight that means an 83-67 win for the Red Storm over the Blue Jays of Creighton in Omaha. The Red Storm win for the first time ever in Omaha. They break decades and decades, not really, but years and years of losses in Omaha. And what a time to do it in a game that St. John's absolutely just needed to have uh, goes to four and five now in the Big East after that terrible Georgetown loss and kind of resets the season, pushes the reset button on the season a little bit uh, going forward. We've got a big show for you today. I'm going to give uh, you know a quick couple minutes of thoughts here, and then I'm going to be joined by uh, the incomparable Far fan. Actually, I'm sure that if you're on the uh, SJUBB Twitter, you've heard of this guy. He's, he's a hilarious uh, follow on Twitter if you don't follow him already. Really funny guy and great insight as well. So uh, that's coming up in a little bit. But first, just some of my general thoughts on the 83-67 to 67 win. It's it's huge, obviously, you know. I uh, I let it be known before the Georgetown game, you'll remember, on, uh, on last week's show, our preview of that game, that the Georgetown game was a must-win last Sunday, and they lost that one. So I guess that makes this one sort of a double must win. I don't know. I don't know what you call that—a double or nothing must win. But they got it, uh, and you know the, the dream of being two and two in this kind of tough four-game stretches is still alive for the moment. Obviously, Duke is going to be an incredibly tough test, and then the huge game against Marquette coming up. But I mean, you can't say enough good about St. John's tonight, especially the second-half performance. Really, you know, the last couple minutes of the first half as well, kind of finding their rhythm offensively, hitting those five threes to uh, end the first half going up by 10 at the break and then really never being challenged in the second half uh, every time that Creighton seemed to make a little run to get the game back to you know 11 10 9 uh, St. John's was right there and they had responded Brian Trimble I, I saw some people saying on Twitter I, I have to agree his best best game by far by him in a St. John's uniform uh, three of five Three-point field goals for him, four of six shooting overall, 11 points. I uh, had four rebounds as well. Really a very, very nice game for Brian Trimble. And those, of those three three-pointers, every one of them was absolutely huge. Shimori Pons, uh, you know, what more can you say about him? 26 points, eight assists, six steals, and six rebounds for him. Just did it all tonight for him. Uh, 10 of 17 field goals and four of eight from three-point range for Shimori. And, hey, you know, you you hear those post-game questions quotes from Shimori about you know St. John's not playing together and St. John's what would he say falling apart or not falling apart the splitting apart or whatever whatever he said and you know that's the type of those are the type of comments that you really really need to back up because you don't back those up that kind of goes on your legacy if you're a guy like Shimori Pons who frankly hasn't won much here you need to back those up and this is a game this is you know a legacy game for Shimori Pons making those comments post game after Georgetown and then backing them up tonight with a huge performance uh, from him I mean what more can you say about St. John's in the second half incredible um, shot 15 to 23 from the field in the second half and really was much better than that actually 
in the second half because they, they kind of missed a couple shots at the end of the game there. And Creighton, 3 of 15 from the field. I'm sorry, from three-point range in the uh, in the second half as well. And 13 of 29 overall from the field. So, you know, you, you really can't say enough good about this performance from St. John's. I just tweeted it out. Uh, probably up there with Marquette in terms of the best performances of the year for St. John's. You know, they they did, I would say, play a complete game. They kind of took some time to find their footing in the first, you know, eight or ten minutes. But by the time that they did, they really settled in and played some really nice defense as well, holding uh, Creighton to just 67 points. And Creighton missed a lot of open shots. Uh, you know, some of that blame of that falls on them as well. But overall, a really nice defensive effort from St. John. Some really great defensive possessions as well for the Red Storm uh, in this 83-67 to win. And now, you know, now we look forward and we look to, towards a game against Duke. And I'm going to get into this with my um, guest Farfan in a little bit. But, you know, the Duke game, in my opinion, doesn't really mean a whole lot for this team. It's really just a win. You know, you can lose that game by 40 points. And I don't think it's really a huge hit on you. Obviously, you don't want to lose any game by 40 points. But I don't think it's a huge hit to their tournament resume. One way or the other, you can really only play yourself into the, uh, the tournament or off the bubble at least. Uh, with a nice performance there and, you know, a close game there. And then, and then you know, you go out and play Marquette next week in the game that really, really matters uh, for the Red Storm. And then the Big East schedule closes on really not a whole uh, very tough note for the Red Storm. So we'll see where it goes from that. But getting through tonight was really the, the biggest, biggest uh, game, biggest, biggest factor for St. John's. And they do so with an 83-67 to 67 win. So now we're going to get into it with Farfan for a little bit. Uh, we'll have him on for about 10 to 15 minutes and then I'll close out the show after that. Uh, but yeah, 83-67. St. John's wins. Absolutely massive. And here we break it down a little bit more in depth now with our guest, Favre Fan. Check it out, guys. Okay, we're now joined by a a very special guest. A, uh, I think a St. John's Twitter legend. I think it's it's uh, safe to say that. I, I've been waiting for this interview for a very very long time. Uh, it's almost like the fa- final validation of this uh, of this podcast that we're having this guy on right now. It's Favre fan. Uh, you know him on Twitter. If you're on St. John's Twitter, if you're not on St. John's Twitter, you maybe don't know him, but you should probably get on St. John's Twitter and follow him because he's hilarious. How are we doing, man? What an introduction! Thank you for that. <laughs> and. Uh, Yes, uh, it, it, like I said, it's been a long time coming, but uh, but we welcome you on for the first time ever now. <laughs> Happy to be here. Happy to bring the beast to your show. Yes, and uh, it's a big night for St. John's. Obviously, a, a huge win for uh, win. for the Red Storm. And, and you know, I, I said this in my intro. I, I said last week that the Georgetown game was a must win. I don't I don't know why, but it seems like people are like afraid of calling games must win. The Georgetown Definitely. game. Well, go ahead. Sorry. No, I definitely. But I mean, every game has been a must-win for the last like five or six games. Exactly, and like this was was a must-win game for St. John's, and I mean, they delivered. No, no, like no doubt about it, they delivered tonight. Absolutely, and everybody everybody played well. I mean, Trimble, the guy, you know, he's not transferring, thank God, but uh, Trimble played well. <laughs> yeah, I thought, he, I thought he had his best game of the season by far. I think he had his his best game at St. John's, honestly. I mean, definitely not even close. Cause you talk about uh, what I think he only had he had eleven points, but but he had three uh, three pointers, and every single one of them was huge. Every single one of his baskets really was, was huge tonight. You know, there was that one that was like six feet behind the line. Yeah, that that deep one was was huge too, and, and I mean. And he, and he, you gotta, you gotta 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's 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 good for a guy like him who who obviously has been kind of maligned by the fan base uh, in a way. I know that you you had your report that he was uh, transferring not to call not hey, to call hey, you. I just, I just report the deeds that I hear. I have my sources and I report the deeds. That's all I do. Exactly. I, I'm not saying that you were you were wrong with that one, but uh, but he definitely responded tonight, which is which is nice to see. You know, it, it's heartwarming to see that. Yeah, and you know, I think that it is good because you know at the end of the day, you know, people rip on this guy, call him kind of a waste. He's just a kid. Exactly, and at the end of the day, it, it, it's it's really nice to see that uh, from him. Now, and, go ahead. And go ahead. According to my according to my sources, uh, you know, he does that at practice all the time. People say he's like the best shooter in practice. Oh, really? So, so I guess yeah. we're, we're we're finally seeing uh, we're finally seeing that into the games. Is that is that an exclusive deets to this podcast or no? Is that is that the first yeah. time? <laughs> yeah, that's something I that's something I saved for you. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. I mean, we, we've kind of talked all year, or at least I've talked all year, how uh, you know this kind of feels a little different from years past this this season. Um, you know, maybe not a special season. I think it's it's felt special for at times. Definitely not now. Um, but you know, I think this is an example of a team that's growing over the past couple of years. Because after that Georgetown loss, I think in years past this would have been a loss, and this would have spiraled into like a four, five, six, seven game losing streak. You know, or an eleven. Game I, losing streak. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely think so too. I, I think to come out and win this game tonight kind of kind of quiets a lot of critics. Maybe uh, you know, like the, the Goodmans of the world, the Zach Brazillers, maybe <laughs> shut their mouth now. <laughs> well, now what do you? What do you what do you say about this? Because I've uh, I've seen a lot of people not a lot, but I've seen some people now going you know that everyone who jumped off the bandwagon on Sunday can come back now. But like that's part of being a fan, you know, like like, like getting angry after losses. Like that's not jumping off the bandwagon. You're you have a right to be angry after losing that game to Georgetown, and you have a right to be happy now after this one. I agree. I think people have the right to be mad, but I also think that you know like you're better off not getting pissed. You know, it, it sucks. It definitely fucking sucks. But like. It is what it is. I mean, the teams, you know, they have their ups and downs. We went through shit last year, so we have the record we have now. You got to be happy where we are. Exactly. At least, at least we're uh, we're playing meaningful games at, the, at this stage of the of the year into February, which is kind of a new thing for St. John's. Yeah, that's all you can. That's all you can ask for. And you know, people make a lot of like, oh, this guy's gonna transfer after the season. Time is gonna be gone. People say, but like, they got a good core bunch of players, and they got good players coming in. Exactly. If Figueroa is the guy, if Figueroa is like the guy next year, I'm totally okay with that. Exactly. They've got a really a really good group of kids, and I mean, leading the way, is Shimori. Obviously, and what oh my a, God! What unbelievable a, night! Can we get to that? Yeah, what? what yeah, by him. I'll read the stats: twenty-six points, eight rebounds, eight assists, and six steals. I mean, and he didn't even like convert all those steals, but some of them were just no. insane. The plays that he was making on the ball. Uh, you the know, one thing he's got, the one thing he's got to clean up a little bit is how many how many turnovers did he have? Uh, I'm seeing f- six here tonight. So not not a great game for him in terms of turnovers. Yeah, you know, and that's okay because I mean, obviously they would they you know were in control of this game for a good part of it. Mm. But like you know, you, you can't you gotta you gotta can't really have those turnovers against Duke. Yeah, I agree. And you know, part like you said, part of that is kind of you know he's a he's a playmaker, Shimori. He's gonna make a lot of stuff happen, so he's gonna turn the ball over. But yeah, you're, you're right. Six is a little bit a little bit uh, uh too much. But I mean, in terms I'm of being nitpicky. I'm being nitpicky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So am I. But I mean, in, in terms of of his game tonight, this is one of those games. I, I said this in in my open. This is one of those games. 
games for him, in, in my opinion, that kind of helps define a legacy. You know, after that Georgetown game, he didn't play great. He didn't play terrible either. Um, and but obviously it's it's a terrible loss for them. And he he kind of made those comments. They talked about it on the pregame show about you know how the team's kind of splitting apart a little bit. And I feel like this is one of those games that, you know, if this season turns out to be something special, we're going to look back and look at, you know, as one of the most important of the Shimori Pons era. I think so, definitely. I think it was definitely a turning point. You know, I think a lot's made up about how Simon and Clark are the leaders of the team. But, I mean, I think Shimori, you know, after last game and then this game, I think I think he kind of showed that he's, he's really the guy. He, and even though he's not the most vocal guy, I think I still think he's their leader. Exactly, and I think I think those comments like really lit a fire under this team because, like you said, he's not really yeah. a very vocal guy off the court. So to hear right. him saying that, I think it means a lot to these guys. Absolutely, I think so too. And to go and, and just to go out and do what you did on the court tonight. And it wasn't just an individual effort. You know, he, he controlled the ball the whole game. The whole game moved it around, like, got everybody involved. So, I mean, that, that, that just shows what kind of leader he is on the court and off the court. Exactly. It's, it's one of those things in college that you rarely see a guy who's just that composed always. You know, I, I never feel like Pons is, is overwhelmed by the moment ever in his career, really. I've never felt like he, he's like that, you know? I, I think I think he looked a little I think he looked a little frazzled in the second half of the Nova game. I think uh, I think he, he saw it falling apart a little bit. Okay. Like, yeah. I, don't, I think he looked a little frazzled, but I mean that's just that's just you know him learning his game and you know playing against a good team. I agree. Yeah, that, that's a fair point. And and I guess you could say too the end of the Seton Hall game, the mid the missed free throws. I mean, like he's had his moments, you know. I, that yeah, it's, it's, that, that's one thing I would say too. He hasn't he hasn't been exactly the most clutch on his free throws this season. No, definitely not. Um, you know, obviously Justin Simon was out tonight. I think they said he had migraines. He was dealing with uh, really barely, yeah, barely, yeah. barely played. Hopefully he's okay. But you know, you look at the the supporting cast, or not really the supporting cast, but everyone who stepped up. Figueroa, Heron, and Clark all just played incredible games tonight. Oh, they had great games. All, all around. Yeah, you know, Clark, he does, you look at his his, uh, his point total, he only had nine points. He hit three three-pointers, and he had seven rebounds as well. So, I mean, even Clark, who wasn't scoring a lot, had a huge yeah, impact. Quietly, on really good game. Exactly. And, 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 had, a great, had a great game off the ball. Exactly, yeah. He's playing some great defenses. And I, that's another thing I want to get to as well, if you don't mind, the, the, the defense, especially in the second half. They clamped down. They had some really strong defensive possessions in the second half of this game. Yeah, they had. I mean, I think they, they play better when they're kind of playing that, that uh, you know, like more full-court defense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I agree. I, I, think, and I, I think that, you know, they, they do that a lot towards the end of games, and obviously it's, you know, more risk with the fouls, but... I think sometimes they got to come out in the second just real aggressive the whole court. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, they, they have some trouble being a little too aggressive and fouling, but you're, you're right. When they play that kind of aggressive full-court press, I feel like more often than not, it's going to lead to some turnovers and get you some easy baskets like you saw tonight. Definitely. And Shamari, by the way, that one steal he had was oh unbelievable. My, yeah, it looked just like the, uh, the George. It looked like the one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your, uh, your, your rival, Braziller, pointed that out on Twitter. That It, it, looked, it reminded him of the, uh, the Georgetown game. But, um, he's, not my, he's not my rival. He's, you know, he's second place. <laughs> I, I'll tell him that the next time I talk to him, that uh, I'll, I'll get his opinion on, on you the next time I talk to him. You have, you have, you have Brazilian on the show? Yeah, I've had him on a couple times. He's been a great guest for me. Uh, <laughs> he's been great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, the, guy's, the guy's got no deeds, but we'll move on. <laughs> um, closing out the yeah. To move on, we'll close out with the. Uh, uh, on this game, the three-point shooting for Creighton, they took a ridiculous amount of threes in, in the beginning of this game. They took 34 overall. That's kind of that's their game, obviously. Well, you know what the thing is, though? They were, they were hitting a lot of them at first, 
And the problem is, it's like St. John's all season, including this game. Even though they won soundly, like they're not, they're really not playing good three-point defense. No, because Creighton, like a lot of their misses too, were wide open misses. You know, <laughs> like like they were getting a lot of good looks that they were just missing, especially in the second half. You know, that's not something that's going to hurt them against Duke, because Duke isn't. You know, oddly enough, Duke isn't a very big three-point shooting team. But against Marquette, that's something that you got to clean up. And then going forward, you just got to clean that up because, you know, there was so many open looks tonight. Definitely. You're not going to win. You're not going to win against Duke with a game like that without, without you know, putting some pressure on the perimeter. Exactly. And, I mean, I mean, looking ahead to Duke now, in my opinion, the game doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I mean, it's a non-conference game at this stage in the season. It, you can really, like, you can really only get – positive things out of this game you know you can lose you can you don't want to go you don't want to go in there and lose by 20 though no you don't no, yeah and I, I kind of said like it, it could happen and it really wouldn't hurt you you obviously don't want that to happen but as long as you put a, a decent showing out there you can lose by you know 10 15 points and no one's really going to blink an eye and it's not going to hurt you it, it could even help you if you hang around yeah. with them Definitely. If you, if you lose by like three to Duke, that's, that's a good loss. Exactly, and I, and I think that you know maybe it's not reflected. I don't I don't even know what the hell you know metrics they're using to get into the tournament. Maybe it's not reflected in that. But at the end of the day, I think the it helps with the eye test. You know, if, if you go into Duke and you know are able to keep it close, you know. Definitely, my you know my guy T A. He's all about the eye test. He, <laughs> you know, if they can keep it close, that would definitely be a good thing for the eye test. I agree. T A. is a big but fan. I also, I also, I, I'm saying it right now. I think they can win that game. You think they could beat Duke? Yeah, I mean, they beat them last year with a way worse team. Obviously, no Zion, but still. <laughs> They're the last team to beat Duke as well. You're going to hear that a lot now over the next couple of days. Last team to beat, last non-conference team to beat Duke in Cameron, yeah. India. <laughs> so. and, and, and if Pines has a night like he has like tonight, like, I mean, if he goes off, he's got to play a little bit better than he did tonight, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, he goes, if, he goes, if he goes off, he's just got to limit his turnovers and, and anything can happen. You know, you never know, honestly. With, with Pons, you never really know if uh, if he can go off. But obviously, the more important game is Marquette next uh, next Tuesday. And I mean, Marquette's going to be well rested going into that one. It's a, it, it's a huge game. It, it's it's really, in my opinion, it's an opportunity to pull yourself fully off the bubble these next two games. Definitely. If you can just play a close game with Duke and then somehow beat Marquette, you're basically in the tournament at that point. You know. You know but- Marquette. Like, I feel like that's happening. Like, oh, I see that everywhere on Twitter. People are like, oh, yeah, like, maybe we'll be able to beat Marquette. Like, we fucking killed Marquette. <laughs> we, we did. I, the, they, I, I think that the notion just comes from how, how good Marquette is. I mean, they look great again tonight, you know? But I agree. Yeah, like, right? we, I think we're a good matchup for Marquette, and I think that it went motivated, as you saw the first time we played them. We can beat them. Definitely. And also, Shamari plays his best games against Marquette. Do you remember last year in Carnesecco, yeah. he scored 44? That's also true. That's also true. He was, I mean, he was, un, he was unconscious that game. And, yeah. and definitely, you know, he knows he's going up against Howard, who's also, mm-hmm. you know, good. Has, has a great chance to get player of the year in the B.E. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a, a motivated Shimori is definitely something. He's, he's always motivated, but, you know, a, a, a pissed-off Shimori is definitely something that uh, that St. John's needs over the next two games. Shimori's a bad dude. You do not want to be going up against him. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, that's much all all i got it unless you have anything you wanted to add uh any deets you know anything uh any anything that you wanted to add right now just want to shout out to all my people out there ta chubby fish uh you know all the deets crew the crew yeah. um want to tell rollins world they suck so, <laughs> uh you're kind of promo right now <laughs> yelly you're brutal uh but 
you know, besides that, everything's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm I'm happy we could have we could have you on, uh, you know, for the first time. It, it's taken too long. It's taken almost three months into the season now to finally I know, right? finally have you on. But um, I'm a busy, I'm a busy man. I'm you know, I'm delivering deeds constantly. That's true. Yeah, so it's not easy to make time. Yeah, you're hard to work for the people on Twitter. I do have a bone to pick with you though. Uh, now uh-huh. I I wasn't on this this Twitter list, and that's okay because I'm 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 new in the S- in the St. John's Twitter game. You know, I'm a new account, so I, I don't care about that. All I know is though, if if there's a if there's a St. John's podcast list, I better at least be in the top two. Give me that. Well, rumor has it there's going to be a new list coming out. Uh, you know, the top ten reporters. <laughs> okay. And uh, good chance you might make that list. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll good take chance. that to the bank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're definitely your stock is on the rise. There's no doubt about it. All right, I appreciate. You got good deeds. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. I really yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, and have a good night. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon before the uh, before the season ends. Definitely. Let's do it again. Thanks for having the Farve on the show. All right. See you, man. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. We want to thank our guy Farve there for uh, for coming on late at night, doing a uh, bringing the energy and bringing the excitement as always, and bringing bringing the optimism as always. I like that. I like that we're we're optimistic again about this program after after a rough weekend. So uh, that, that's good to see. And we thank Farve uh, for for coming on and uh, helping break down the game a little bit great guy st john's twitter legend as i said before so uh we really appreciate that we're gonna try to have him on maybe a couple more times before the season ends because uh he does bring that that awesome twitter following as well and uh he always brings it on twitter so uh we we appreciate him coming on we can hopefully definitely do it again soon uh at this point though it is it is past midnight now here uh here in my recording studio which is just an office in my in my uh, house but uh I appreciate you guys for uh, for listening. Huge win, you know. Said it again. Huge win for St. John's. Uh, really needed this one. We're gonna have a Duke recap out this weekend for the huge game against Duke. It's a very very special guest for that one, so you will want to tune in. It's something that I've never done before, and uh, it's definitely in the works and it's 95% happening. So I'm excited for that one. Hope you guys will tune in. Hope you guys have a great day and a great week. Until then, uh, let's go, Johnny. See you guys.